Hey everybody, and welcome to Geek Freaks. And uh, we are in our new studio. Whoop, whoop. Might be a little Ooh. echoey. Actually, I know it's a little echoey because we're here right now in the recording. <laughs> but um, we're slowly fixing that and uh, getting more and more. Uh, what are those called? Sound hey. happening phone? Yeah, we'll go with that. You yeah. sound so fancy. Yeah. It sounds good. <laughs> Uh, so I'm Frank. I'm uh, I'm always here. And then we have Daniel. What's up, all? And we have John. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. All right. And uh, oh, moving cords. Uh, today we're talking a little bit about the news. We're going to be giving a quick review on Resident Evil 2, the remake. And then we're going to be talking about conventions. And I'm going to go with first looks on Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, we'll do a bigger review of Kingdom Hearts 3 as a separate uh, recording all by itself. Because that game's been 13 years in the making, so... It is its own own special episode, so I'll do that later on. Um, so what are you guys what are you guys doing right now? What are you guys playing? What are you guys watching? I know you're finishing up Resident Evil. I am playing Resident Evil Two, and I also did buy Kingdom Hearts Three yesterday. Yeah, they, I had the final call, like make sure you pick it up or you're gonna lose your CD. So yeah. I go pick it up, but now I'm playing Resident Evil Two, the remake, and I've always been a fan. Since the PlayStation 1 version came out, so I had a, I, I probably beat it like six times. Me and my buddy, we, we brought our TVs over, and then he would play on one screen, and i play on the other, and then yeah. we'll swap CDs, like, alright, you beat this one, I'll beat this one, yeah. and then you do the second run, and not. It, so it was fun, we play hardcore, so when they finally came out with a remake, I was excited. I couldn't believe it, they finally did it. And uh, so I started playing it. Hold on, I, you're itching to give your full review right now, aren't you? Oh, yeah, let's I thought, do the news. I, what? The news. Oh, <laughs> I know, I, I know. Excited. You're 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 excited. I, I know like, you are. Oh. Let's go with the news first. I know. So we'll get into it. I was just checking on what you're playing right now. So you're you're currently doing the Resident Evil. What are you watching? Anything? Right now, I am catching up on Supernatural, and then I finished watching Black Butler season one. How is that now that you've finished a four? I actually like it now. Okay. Uh, after like the first 10 episodes, it actually finally got good. Yeah. So now I need to figure out where I'm going to watch the second and third. Because okay. I really don't want to watch the the sub version of it. I don't really like the sub version. Okay. I like the dub better. but They don't have the dub on like Crunchyroll? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't really look on Crunchyroll, but I looked at like kissanime.com. And... Oh my god, you know so much more than I do. <laughs> I'm like, it's Crunchyroll or nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. Alright, John, are you watching anything? Are you playing anything right now? Um, Not a lot. I, I haven't started Skyrim, but that's my goal right now is to play that before the new uh, Elder Scrolls game comes out. You got a few years, so yeah, I, probably won't make it. Oh, don't worry, it takes <laughs> I've been talking about starting playing it for months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, still reading Saga. I haven't really made much time at that made much progress with that um but right now I'm re-watching Star Trek Voyager yeah in season 5 it's amazing um you re-watch that every year don't you pretty much Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm the same with the Yu Yu Hakusho yeah. anime yeah. I have to watch that every year like the whole series yeah I finally watched uh, A Quiet Place yeah. which was really good yeah uh, I just had to wait for a time when my wife's gonna be out of the house and there's not gonna be you know anything to scare her and, you know, written and directed by John Krasinski they're working on a sequel for that yeah and it really I don't think it was scary enough that it would have bothered her too so yeah. I gotta convince her to sit down which and watch one was it. that? Quiet Place where there's uh, these they creatures and, yeah that's the that was it they had to be quiet the whole time and then there's these creatures that are out there that they can't like 
they, they see by sound. They walk on sand. They leave a trail of sand so their footprints don't make noise. Um, did you not see you it? Didn't see it. I don't watch scary movies. Um, you are about you play Resident Evil. What do you think? Don't watch scary movies. it was a good movie. I liked it. It was really cool. That's cool. All right. Uh, yeah, myself, I've been playing Minecraft just because it's been busy with the move and everything like that. Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> inside joke. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing that just kind of it's my kind of like just I needed something to relax game. Mm-hmm. Um, but now Kingdom Hearts is out. They so added Kingdom Hearts polar bears, didn't they? They did, and they are mean some bitches. <laughs> yeah. I'm building. So many people dying to them. <laughs> I'm building in like the tundra, so it's just so much polar bears right oh, now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this time, because I've always, I always name my new worlds after myself. So they're always like Taft something Taft. My game Taft, Taft. Right. So what it is is we used to have Taft Town. Mm-hmm. I used to have Taft Town, which is a shared server we had where uh, it was huge. And that server got ruined because they introduced horses and ended up crashing the old server, the old Java game. Well, now that I'm on the Windows 10 version, uh, which is a more stable game, I decided I'm going to make remake Taft Town, not necessarily in the same image. But I'm going to make a huge world that instead of making new worlds, I just go back to this world and start anew if I want to somewhere else within the world. Mm-hmm. That way I have access to the nether and the end if I want to, stuff like that. So, yeah, clearly I have too much time. <laughs> That's just going on. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of my chill out game. And then as for watch, I'm not really watching anything. I've been binging old dollops again. I always do that. So. Old what? Dollops is the podcast. Me and John both um... It's easy to listen to when you're working on stuff and you find yourself busting up laughing in the middle, yeah. of, the, in the middle of nowhere. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. So it's it's a really good podcast. Um, yeah, that's about it. So let's let's dig into the news, guys. Uh, <clears throat> again, just as a heads up to the, behind the curtains, we record every other week. So sometimes the news is hot and fresh. This one's gonna be hot and fresh. Nice. Some weeks is not. That'll be next week. <laughs> <laughs> news will seem a little stale. Well, yeah, it's because it is. Uh, <clears throat> so. Let's talk about uh, Morbius. It's a Spider-Man spinoff. Uh, he's a like a vampire from the Spider-Man world. Um, they cast Matt Smith from The Crown uh, from Doctor Who. Uh, he's going to be working in there. They're, it's starting to ramp up, but I'm a little worried about this movie because it's Jared Leto playing Morbius. And I'm tired of Jared Leto. He was Joker, <laughs> the newest Joker. Yeah, after ruined the Joker. So, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I'm kind of just... And Morbius is just a whatever character. Yeah, bringing vampires into Spider-Man's world. We haven't seen any anything like that, right? Well, the, the best best case scenario of this is that it's a reason for Blade to come in. Because Blade is also Marvel. Oh, uh, maybe they're taking that side step yeah. to lead to that. that that'd be kind of cool. But why not just bring Blade in now? We all love Blade. But he, he has, he's a hero that needs to have a purpose. So, you can't bring him in without having villains to take out. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. I don't know. I just realized Jared Leto is Ben Affleck. What do you mean? Like in movies. <laughs> is this Inception? <laughs> no, in like uh, ruining movies. Oh, yeah. Daredevil. That's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Batman. Daredevil's okay. <laughs> well, as a kid, when I watched Daredevil, I liked it. it but yeah, good, it's, it's but one of the most smashed on. Now when you see the series of Daredevil, you're yeah. like, yeah. oh, man, that was amazing. Mm. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I need to get caught up on those, too. Uh, Sandra Bullock will be playing... Um, Oh, she's working on a new Netflix show called uh, Reborn. Might be a movie, actually. Um, no, I think it's a show. But anyways, it's called Reborn from a comic book called Reborn. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the producer for it. And I think she's going to be playing in it, too. Uh, I I didn't know about this comic book. And after seeing this news, I looked into it. I think I'm actually going to be picking it up and checking it out. Uh, it's about an 80-year-old woman who dies and wakes up in an afterlife set a fantasy world where she's like 
a person in a fantasy world, right? And she sees amalgamations of her real-life friends. So, like, her neighbor is the shopkeeper, and uh, the mailman is this knight that's, like, saving people and stuff like that. So she's looking for her husband this whole time, which it sounds like he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like a really cool twist. Kind of like Alice and the Rabbit Hole kind of deal. I got a real Wizard of Oz feel. Yeah. Because, like, the Tin Man was her neighbor and stuff like that, too. Oh. Which they yeah. actually just tacked that on to the end of whatever. The Wizard of Oz, but... So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think after Bird Box, Sandra Bullock kind of do whatever she wants with yeah. Netflix. Yeah, they probably just said, hey, you, you put it on paper and we'll make it. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's, that sounds cool. You said it's a comic series already, too? Yeah, it's a comic series. It's it called Reborn. I want to say it's Image. might be Dark Horse that made it. Um, but that'll be it's one of those offshoot ones. Yeah, so I'll have to check that out, too. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, there's a new trailer for the Fast and Furious spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, God. That was my reaction <laughs> yeah. first. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen... Are you up to date on... The yeah, I've I seen it. I'm kind of excited because I like Jason Statham. The, I gotta admit, the trailer's really good. Really? <laughs> it was really good. It had me laughing. Did you watch the full trailer? No, I didn't actually. It had me laughing. It looks like it's going to be more comedy-based than the Fast and Furious franchise. That's good. Um, the villain, which already sells it to me, Idris Elba. Yeah. He can yeah. just do whatever. I'll watch whatever he does. Um, I watched Dark Tower. And <laughs> liked it, actually. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, but he's the bad guy, and it's funny because he's straight up like a super villain. Mm. He has super strength and is bulletproof in the Fast and Furious world. Like, what the heck? He's using some military tech, or whatever, to enhance his body to make himself bulletproof and super strong. But the the re, the relationship between The Rock and Jason Statham is so hilarious. Watching these two work together, mm. that I know this is actually going to be a pretty good movie. And the final, the Fast and Furious movies have been getting good. So yeah, I liked them. I like the original. But three were really good. But then I think they started, I don't know, they, they didn't either didn't change direction or didn't change direction well. And so, like, I like that you're saying this looks like it's made to be more of a comedy because that, yeah. that sounds like what they should have tried to do or or some change their dynamic a little bit. Back. I think in general, they just don't take themselves seriously at all. Yeah. Because, like, in the first movies, they were a group of guys that were selling DVD players yeah. and now they're racing submarines to save the world. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. it's, it's you freaking from an exciting, you know, car heist kind of movie and then you keep, you can't keep repeating that same formula over and over again without yeah. it getting comical that, oh wow, they're really going that far now? Right. So, so I, I like that they have gone that far but now they got this movie, the Sobs and Shaw that's kind of like, wow. okay, let's kind of just make fun of it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, that sounds good. But it, yeah, and it so and Fast and Furious itself, while in development, is slowing down because I guess there's some drama. Um, uh, a couple of the characters, like Vin, Vin Diesel and stuff like that, are not happy that The Rock's getting his own spinoff. Mm-hmm. And like, hey guys, just a heads up: The Rock is freaking awesome. He yeah. definitely is a boost to your guys' franchise, right? I mean, he's amazing. Well, Jason Statham is too. I mean, yeah. you can't blame him for like, hey, let's just make some extra money. You know, the well known. They're already having fights though before even that. Yeah. Uh, like they were like upset. One made a comment about steroids, and then oh yeah, yeah. So they're already like hating each other. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. disband, or we'll just have a race off. <laughs> have a race off. Speaking of fi- uh, Fast and Furious, Hot Wheels mm-hmm. has teamed up with Warner Brothers to make a live action Hot Wheels movie. What? I know. Why are you <laughs> oh doing God. this? Is it it's, just because you can? I mean, I think it is. I think now they've gotten it down to where making movies isn't so expensive that they could just make a movie about anything and it'll yeah. make its money back. Or, it reminds me of the battle, 
What's it? Battleship movie. You ever watched the Battleship movie? Did you watch Battleship? Movie? I've seen like trailers and I thought yeah. it was kind of dumb. <laughs> okay, guys. So check out. First off, he's got Rihanna, so that's already a good sign, right? No. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for so much aliens, mm-hmm. which there's aliens in Battleship, yeah, it actually would have been a really good movie. If it was actually more about the actual battleships, it was an old time battleship that came in and helped them. That was like this, like manned by a World War II crew and stuff like that. I mean, there was a lot of elements to that movie that were like. Damn, this is a good just blockbuster movie. I hated the male lead because he's always just the worst. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but and all the alien ships, it was like, you know, our marine ships on one side and alien ships in the water on the other side, and we're launching attacks back and forth, right? We're like launching attacks back and forth, like and there's game. something that scrambled the radar, so we're just kind of blindly launching, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, that one hit, this one missed, you know, it was kind of, you know. Uh, it, it was, that was really shoehorned. They have two cups with a string to communicate to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that part was really kind of just dragged in. They had to fit that hit and yeah. miss aspect in. But there was a lot about the movie that was good. I had a lot of elements, so I'm hoping... I, don't, I can't imagine how it was being good. They just need to hire The Rock for it, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see there being... They're not tied down to anything except for maybe using the tracks in the in the movie somehow in the oh, yeah. just cool looking that's a good point weird paths but other than that it's pretty open ended because it's cars it's, it's just cars toy yeah. cars you know they're, they're gonna have these awesome Fast and the Furious cars and they just happen to be hopefully in like a Tron kind of world where they're driving on these tracks you know digital world but he sold me on Tron yeah right? <laughs> I cool. mean imagine because those tracks would be hard yeah. to do in the real life but now I'm thinking like when is that Tron movie coming out yeah it's been cancelled and restarted it's a real Star Trek 4 situation it's I know I can't wait for that yeah Um, alright so some TV news CW orders a pilot uh, for a show based on the Lost Boys the old Kiefer Sutherland movie oh yeah you didn't like that? that was, eh, I don't know. It was old. It was old. It was okay, but have you ever watched Lost Boys? No. The movie. So it's a movie based off of like four vampire kids or teenagers that are just like a gang and a bunch of punks. Mm. And then I think there's one. Man, it's been a long time since I've been watched it, but it was good when I watched it last. I think I was in middle school. Yeah, so I'll probably have to watch it again to like see if it is actually good. But we'll see how it is. Um, anyway, so they're, they're ordered a pilot for that. Um, Netflix renews F is for Family for season four. <laughs> That's a good show. That's I such a love show. that That's show. a terrible show for children and <laughs> families to watch, but it is it is funny. It That's is, like a Portuguese so funny. household right there. It's funny because it's one of those shows where uh, where you watch it and you're just like, yeah, that <laughs> That's makes, a, that's how it is for my family. It's an abusive household. <laughs> Why? But there's a lot of elements to it that are that you're just like, the answering machine thing from the first season and stuff like that just kind of I don't know yeah. and then brothers and stuff like that that show is better than Family Guy oh yeah there's a lot of shows better than Family Guy that's hitting the 20th anniversary can you can you I believe that came out in 1999 let's just be cheap to produce it, it was so good at the beginning and now I'm just like really kind of well that's how South Park was too it was good yeah. in the beginning and then it was just like okay we're just gonna make whatever right it's because you see the formula, and they repeat the formula, and if the formula can't stand up to the test of time, then it's not worth it. For Family Guy, it's real easy. It's like, that reminds me of the time I didn't answer anything. Dance with a burrito. Then it cuts back to him dancing with a burrito. Mm-hmm. Then it goes back to the main story that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And it's just that the entire time. It's a whole bunch of cutbacks. Yeah. Like flashbacks. So. And then South Park's big thing is like, how can we be as offensive as possible to make people laugh at our offensiveness, yeah. bring in relative... Now they're kind of having the connecting storylines, which is at least a different try. But even then, it's just not as good as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And what's funny to me is like everybody bashes on how Simpsons used to be great and it's not good anymore. Simpsons formula is the only thing that's standing up to the test of time. Mm-hmm. Like those are actually cohes- cohesive stories with well thought out jokes 
that sometimes you have to watch a couple times to get all the jokes, mm-hmm. which is like a real Rick and Morty is like the next level of that. But um, it's one of those things where, you know, you're not going to laugh right away. It's kind of like a Bob's Burger thing, too, where you're not going to laugh right away, but it's the characters and it's yeah. how they react to things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean, Simpsons always they always joke around about how they har- they hire a bunch of Harvard people. If you write, if you work, if you went to Harvard and you're a writer, you could easily work at Simpsons, basically. And then um, you see it sometimes at the work life. They do have higher education behind their writers. Have you guys watched uh, Disenchanted? <clears throat> By Still Matt on Reining's my list. Work. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's pretty good. If you like F is for Family and Simpsons, it's it's uh, it's got a lot of Futurama feel. Just Futurama yeah. back in the you know medieval times, but. Yeah. It's it's pretty hilarious. It I think it might end up being formulaic like Family Guy where they kind of have to repeat the same stuff, but it hopefully they do a lot of seasons like Futurama. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and we'll just do I'll do a couple more on this one. Uh, She-Ra got a season two release date announced on April twenty sixth. Um, the Magician gets its fifth season from Sci Fi Channel, and Steven Universe the movie gets a release of the fall twenty nineteen and will be aired on Cartoon Network. So that's pretty cool. So. Uh, Steven Universe is a real big show. It's kind of in the vein of like Adventure Time, where it's a, one of those shows that like adults really like. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple episodes here and there, and I, I do enjoy them, but I need to actually sit down and watch them to get the grasp everybody else has. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're making a movie, and instead of putting it out on theaters, it's just going to be aired on TV. So I thought that was really cool. Reminds me of when we grew up, we're like, hey, there's a DuckTales movie. Actually, yeah. a DuckTales movie. I'm now yeah. thinking about it. Right. There's a DuckTales movie. It's going to be on Saturday at 9 a.m. Yeah, you're all. I, Pumped up about Tell it. Dad we can't do anything outside. We're not going to be moaning like that because I'm yeah. watching DuckTales. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a big deal. It's actually a good movie, though. The DuckTales yeah. movie with the genie. That's funny. You get all that hype and excitement and you save the money of not having to go to the theaters. So, so yeah, I like that they're doing that, you know? Yeah. So, it's kind of cool. Uh, we'll do a couple more things. Uh, for video games, we got a new raid in WoW. The Battle for Drizal Lord is doing well. We have the race going on for that. I was watching the, uh, like, somebody posted something on YouTube on Vol'jin. And like the complete like Vol'jin when he dies and then his whole ghost thing. And I'm just like, I miss you, Vol'jin. I want to come back to WoW. He's not completely out of the game. Yeah, I know. Right now he's trying to figure out who brought him back to, well, who pretty much who whispered. Told, yeah, whispered yeah. and who brought him back. Yeah, because he's, he's now basically a Loa. Yeah. So he's not quite dead. He's actually semi a god. So <laughs> who do you think brought him back? Well, okay, I think the most important thing is who whispered to him. And, it, okay, we can, honestly, we could do a full half hour on this. Um, I think what WoW is trying to do is old gods versus death. Because those are both, there's six different pantheon, not pantheons, actually pantheons, a whole different thing. There's six different en- entities in the World of Warcraft world. One of them was Fell, which we've basically taken care of now. There's no more demons. So I think the next one that the old gods have to worry about is death, which is said to be the enemy of all. Um, so I think an aspect of Death Whispered to them, they've gone to, in the, in the storyline, might be PTR, so spoilers, um, they go to the Lich King, he says he didn't do it, they go to all the different that's, aspects of Dehalia and stuff like that, so I think there's something above all of them that represents Death even higher, that's trying to trying to fight the Old Gods, that Whispered to Sylvanas, because I think, I think they want Sylvanas to fight the Old Gods. And that's why we don't understand because we're too low on the total pole to understand that level of craziness. Yeah, because somebody posted that pretty much Sylvanas wants to create, make everybody undead so she can control everybody. Yeah, and that's she may like be her. trying to like, she because and that's another thing too is like Lich King's about to be thought out because it, it's it's the five year it, yeah. we're at the five year point now where he's supposed to be thought out, so he'll be running around here pretty soon. 
I'm excited. I know. <laughs> um, this expansion hasn't been great, but they, I mean, it's the storyline you got to admit at least is is ratcheting it up pretty good. Yeah. Well, the only thing I don't like about this expansion is the whole Azerite power. Well, that's what. Yeah, nobody. Uh, that's pretty much it. But dungeon's been amazing. Everything's been amazing. Yeah. Raid's been fun. This raid in particular has been really neat. It's got two different uh, cinematics that were really cool, and you're fighting mainstay characters. I mean, Rastakhan yeah. and you know Jaina, Jaina and uh, Megatorx. So it's pretty pretty interesting. Um, another a little another piece of Blizzard news is they hire uh, the director from Cyberpunk 2077, Sebastian Steven. Um, he also did Witcher Three. So the optimistic look at this is it's a more adult to, to, uh, tone for Blizzard. Uh, what do you think? Is he going to be added to one of the teams, or do you think he's going to do his own his own game? I could see him doing his own game. Yeah, I'd like to see a first person shooter. I like for them to see. I like to see Overwatch like because that Overwatch when it was Project Titan was supposed to be a first person shooter. I'd like to see Blizzard try that, yeah. like a Far Cry kind of thing, you know? Yeah, open world. What do you think? I mean, if any if anybody company we know is going to nail it, it'll be them. They always nail whatever they do. Not really, because they didn't nail that Diablo. Well, no, you're talking about out. Diablo oh, Immortal. Yeah, something yeah. that's not out yet. What, what's So the problem with that game is we were expecting D4, but it'll probably be one of the best mobile games we'll play. You know what I'm saying? Like, it will be really good for what it is. Probably. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> a, I guess. You're still sour about not having Diablo 4. I understand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So <clears throat> I think he's going to create a new game, and I think he'll be... Um, a more mature tone to their games because they always have the cartoony games are lighthearted. Or he might do some like good writing for World of Warcraft because yeah, that's I one can... thing WoW could use is some like solid writing. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah. Uh, a couple more things. Uh, PUBG Lite starts its beta and uh, basically what it is is it's free PUBG but you only get the first map. Um, and everybody's been kind of like, meh, it's okay, stuff like that. It's really not too great. It's trying to compete with Fortnite is what it's doing. Fortnite basically free one map, you know. The Battle Royale. Uh, speaking of Fortnite, there's a glitch for the Switch players. This will be the last we'll talk about for videos right now. Um, where if you're a Switch player, you're actually weaker than all the other systems because the Switch only operates at 30 frames per second, while all of the other ones can do 60. So you're actually firing... The fire rate of your gun is not as high as other people's guns, wow. so you're actually a weaker player. So they're trying to fix it right now. Um, e, uh, not EA, Epic Games. Well, it's kind of crazy. Somebody did the math on that. They're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch is supposed to be dead. <laughs> like, I did. So they, they did the math on it and found out that, yeah, the slower frame rates is actually affecting people. Yeah, people do math on all the shooters and, like, precisely how to, like, the, the aim is on yeah. this gun and this gun. If you add a silencer to this gun, it's going to drop your uh, your rate of going up, your, your shooting rate. So... Pretty crazy what people do. Yeah. And then the last piece, I'll just mention this real quick. Uh, comic book-wise, Batman Beyond on number 28, Joker's coming back. Oh, really? It looks good, too. I've seen some panels on it. It looks really good. Joker's like, they got like this robotic Joker who's like begging to be killed and helped and stuff like that while this like projection of the real Joker's coming out of his chest, like fighting um, uh, Batman and uh, the new Robin and stuff like that. So it's it looks really good. And the whole time... Uh, Dick Grayson and old Bruce Wayne are on the monitors, like trying to help. You know, so it's really it looks like a good one. So that's number twenty eight. So check that out. If you guys want to see uh, Batman Beyond fight Joker again? I seen a tweet and it was about like doing Batman Beyond the movie. Yeah, and they were saying use George Clooney as the old Bruce Wayne. 
That actually might be good. I mean, I really don't want George Clooney to touch Batman again in a lot of ways. No, uh, but just... But as just an old Bruce Wayne, that might be good. old Bruce Wayne, because he... And Joseph Gordon-Levitt? No, no. JGL as Batman Beyond. That's I am good down. Pair. Him no. and George, I like it. Mm-mm. Who would you want to be... This is actually part of something we'll talk about later on a little bit, uh, but who would you want to be Batman Beyond? How Who would you want to be... What's his name? McGee, right? Uh, Terry McGinnis. McGinnis, Okay. I, I don't know how I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you pulled that out of nowhere. That was pretty good. Um, who would you want to play Terry McGinnis? Honestly, I don't know. I can't think of names right now. I can't really think of actors, but I wouldn't want to see your your guy, Joseph Gordon Levitt. No. Oh come on, that's He's all. I want to see, I want to see JJL yeah. do it. No, we'll talk about it later on. He's supposed I'm, to be Robin now. So well, there was yeah, the Christian now Bales. now they can't do it. Yeah, all that stuff gets reset. They can't do it after the yeah. end of every movie. Pretty much, they reset the world. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and talk about that's that's it for the news. Let's talk about we have this Resident Evil game that came out. People have been going crazy. Game ever? <laughs> it's a total remake of Resident Evil Two, right? Yes. When was Resident Evil Two released? What was it like, like 10, 15 years ago? It's been a while. That. Yeah, like, it's like nineteen ninety eight or something. So to to give everybody an idea, how what was special about this game is. You played as two different characters: Leon Kennedy or Claire Redfield. Yeah, so you played through as Leon with. Claire kind of on the side, and then yeah. you play through as Claire, right? Uh, yeah, you'll see her like when you get through an area, she'll be in the vent or whatever, and like, "Hey, Leon, how you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like in the old games, I think she threw him like a lighter at one point because he needed a lighter. Yeah. Uh, this game, they did a remake, but they also changed the game too. It's not. The that, that's the key with this game that people are excited about is because a lot of times when they do a remake they'll just reskin the old one yeah. with, the new, with the new technology yeah this one they rebuilt from the ground yeah up. this one is actually 3d and now it's over the shoulder shooting just like in resident evil 4 mm-hmm. and 5 that's that is what resident evil needed yeah that game because the old old game was 2d and you're just seeing them on the side. It was, was it was a, a fixed camera, right? Yeah, it was, was kind of like a pain in the butt. Try shoot because you would have to like up, down, and then if they're not close enough, then you gotta like wait till they get closer, then aim down to shoot them. So it was like really janky, and you got bit a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but in this game, they also because uh, they changed a lot of stuff in the game back then when you do the second run they they added Mr. X which is Umbrella's like super weapon yeah like a super weapon that goes out destroys people Mr. X is in the second Resident Evil movie correct? in the movie yeah he's the I'm pretty sure he's the one like the big hulking thing that she has to kill in the city that's my Resident Evil experience guys is his Uh, awesome movies (laughs) oh really? I didn't I'm pretty sure he's in the second movie oh okay well in this one in the remake now, like, he just follows you. Like, all of a sudden, you get to a point, and then he'll just chase you. And you can't kill him. You, you just can't. He doesn't die. Yeah. So you just got to run around, and then you got to try and figure out these puzzles while he's chasing you. Yeah. And then you're... That's a pain in the butt. More nuisance than natural yeah. challenge. But it's scary, too, because all of a sudden, you hear him, like, walking up the, the, the stairs. Oh, and, and you're like, oh, man, he's coming at me. He's coming for me. And then it's a real big daddy effect. Yeah, yeah. The boss fights were amazing. Yeah. I love the boss fights. They did a really good job on it. Puzzles, they were 
really hard. They have like locks and you have to figure out uh, the combinations and stuff like that. And some of them are like like little names like Ned or MTE or something like that on his like thing. Yeah. So it's, it's a big puzzle in the whole game. Okay. And then you unlock weapons, uh, attachments for the weapon. Yeah, so I know there's a problem in the first or in the earlier games. How was the ammo in this game? Do you feel like you have plenty of ammo, or are you constantly like being real sparing with when your you, shots? When you're in the police station, which is it used to be a museum, that's, right? That's why it's like so huge. Uh, there isn't enough ammo, so a lot of times you just have to like try to dodge them. Or yeah. uh, zombies don't die, but not all of them die. So back then, shoot for the head, kill them. Right. Now it's take out their limb, take out like a leg or something. So they so you can get around they, them. Yeah, but they'll still go after you and they'll still catch you. If you walk by like close enough, they'll still like try to bite your feet. Yeah, they'll like drag yeah. onto you and stuff like that. So, but um, how do you how do you feel like fix the gameplay? Does it seem like it's better that you can just knock them, or does it feel like it was better when you were able to shield to put them all the way down? Uh... I like I like this one because it's a more of a challenge. Yeah. Back then it was it was a lot easier, you know, just like a couple bullets and all of a sudden they stop moving like. Right. <clears throat> and then it was just like it was like <laughs> it's like a certain animation and then it's like okay they're done. Yeah, and, it's, and then it was kind of like set it and forget it. You didn't have to mess with them ever yeah. again. Yeah. Well, back then there was also another thing like if I put two bullets in them and I walk out, when you come back, they need. Uh, those bullets are gone, so you have to reshoot them and, and okay. kill them. This one, like, if I put like three bullets in a liquor, go out, come back, and put one more, I'll kill them. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, so, so it doesn't reset your yeah, ammo it doesn't count reset. character, okay. which is pretty awesome. How was the graphics of this time around? Do they think they did a nice job, or is oh, yeah, it feels like did. a little behind? No? no, they did a great job on it. Okay. Everything, the visuals, the sounds, everything. Oh, the sounds on. good. Oh yeah, I, I jumped. So many times. Yeah. At night time, I had to actually like, okay, I got to get off. My heart's pounding too hard. I got to take a break. That's I, a good game right there. I don't really happens. do well with like scary things like jump out. And that, yeah. that game, for some reason, always made me jump. And the puzzles kind of made me mad too because it was just like a headache. Was, do you feel Do you feel like the puzzles are challenging or just frustrating? Some of them were actually pretty challenging. Yeah. Because it was like plugs and there are chess pieces and then you had to figure out where they go to right that was a pain in the butt then then you see like cool new technology like ada when you get to mess with ada wong who's like a mercenary yeah uh she has like a like a scat scanning gun that she could like look in the walls and look at the uh the wires and stuff and turn on power open this door and stuff like that so that was cool like the stuff they did the the cut scenes were really cool yeah they're amazing and the innings are gonna be different too when you do you play leon and then you go do the second run as claire the ending will be different so so the actual story changes yeah the story does wow i'm surprised they're doing that yeah so like in the on the leon side you fight this mutated professor or whatever. Yeah. At on Claire's side, after you beat it, you're supposed to fight him on a train, mm. and like he's trying to eat, eat you on a train. Okay, something like that. That's interesting that they decided to change the entire story based on who you are. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's cool. Like, like I said, it's pretty awesome because like once you beat it, 
then you'll start as Claire on the second run, but you start where you actually met her on Leon. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. Okay, okay. So let's say, so it looks like graphics are good, sound is good, story's good. Story, yeah, right? everything, man. Yeah. All right, so let's say out of out of 100, I what would you give it? I'd give it a, I'd give it a I'm gonna ask 90, 98. Oh, no, dude, wow. come on. 98? A 98. Basically, best game you've ever played? Oh, yeah, it was amazing. I, I'm a fan of Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, I okay, love okay. Resident Evil. That's, that's huge. Definitely, that's, nuts. that's like the best Resident Evil game that came out. Normally, when we do a video game review, when we do our big one, like when we do Kingdom Hearts, we'll break. The, we'll actually go like out of 100 on each specific yeah. topic and then add those up for the average so we know like based off of everything we've done so far. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so 98 for that one. What would you give for the old Resident Evil? Oh, like back then? For its time, yeah. For its time back then. Would you feel... So basically what I'm trying to get out of you is, do you think this game, without the nostalgia, is better than the old game? Without the nostalgia. At its time. So like how you felt when you played that game back then? The graphics at the time, Uh, the gameplay at that time, which you've already been complaining about. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Uh... 97. <laughs> out of 90s? Uh, no, out of 100s. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd probably give it like a like a 70 because it was like wow. clunky. You have gone way lower. It, it's clunky. It's, it's, it's one of the games you brought up a few times since yeah, we've talked. But it was like clunky. It was a pain in the butt. Now I play this one. This one's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, so the appeal of the first one must have been all story then. Yeah. Okay. Not story. so much the gameplay. And I was actually able to beat it at my age. That was the thing. Like I couldn't Oh, yeah. Beat you don't me. think you could beat this one at, your, at that age? No, I wouldn't. God, can you imagine sitting down Brody to play that game? <laughs> the puzzles are sometimes are insane. Yeah. I'm all right. It sounds like that's Great worth game. Play. Everybody should uh, buy it. Yeah. So worth I'll pick the $60. It up. I'll pick it up. The scariest game I think I've played was, I know people are going to be like, that's not even a scary game. Bioshock 1. Oh. <laughs> that's such a good game. Though. It's such a good game when the big guy is like, and then you hear the, yeah. and you're like, oh, stop what you're doing. Yeah. That was a good game. I love that game. Whatever happened to make it more? They're, making, they're working on it. They're yeah. working on more Bioshocks. Yeah. And I, after I Infinite, like, they can kind of do whatever. I didn't like the whole Infinite thing. You uh, didn't like that? Good. I didn't oh, bother I'd love to review that game. I'd love for us to replay it and review it again. Well, yeah, I'm down. Okay. The reason, I like, the reason yeah. I like Bioshock was because it was like underwater. But the, the point of Infinite is that, yeah, but the underwater still exists. So does one where they're in the blue world. So yeah. does one where they're buried in the middle of a mountain. So does one, I mean, like there's Infinite. Yeah. So, you know, there's one where they're in France. We saw that part. Infinite universes. Infinite universes. So there's one for every different kind. And it's the same repeating story. It's just infinite. Yeah. So Which means they could just keep making games. Yeah. <laughs> they, they basically, that's what they did. <laughs> they're like, eh, we want to do whatever. Whatever's yeah. cool. They right. can do a full steampunk one. They can do one that's all pirates. Yeah. Oh, I want to see that now. Yeah. <laughs> Pirate <Yeah>. ones. <laughs> you know, so they can do whatever now. So it'd be pretty interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I said we... we Play all three of them again and then review the whole story. Number two, I never played number two. And this is why. I uh, went out and bought number two. I remember that. I got sick of the dog that night. Yeah, you had the plague. <laughs> yeah. And so then I watched you play it for me because I'm like, yeah. I was like sick. And I'm like, darling, I just got to know the story, man. <laughs> play this game in front of me. That was so good. And so you play the whole game while I'm watching you like, oh, it's a big sister. Oh. <laughs> sick. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, let's play all those over again. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm definitely down to play. Yeah. The first game was, I remember very well playing the first, because I played the demo for the first game. I was like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. So when I played the first game, I purposely walked like slow to like, and I made sure to like all my shots were cinematic because I'm like, I'm going to embrace this game. Yeah. And it was, it was worth it. It was a really good game. All right. Next up, we got Jonathan. Jonathan's talking Woo-hoo. conventions. Woo-hoo. All right, John. So I stumbled upon a website called upcomingcons.com. Upcomingcons.com. All right. It's pretty, it's pretty easy. They list out just about, I hope this is every convention that's going on in the U.S. because there is tons of them. I yeah. didn't have time to go through all of them. I made two typed page of, of good detailed notes and then left them at home. So smooth. Yeah. I come to you guys with some some nice improvised last minute notes. I'm, so my plan was to go over all of of the upcoming conventions in February so that everybody out there can pick and choose which Find ones they the want to go convention. to. There would have been probably eighty that I would have had to talk about for February, which is okay. So just a heads up for convention goers: if you're not if you're new to the game, that's that's crazy that they're in February because February is yeah. not convention season. Yeah, usually conventions are in the summer, so it's kind of crazy. There's yeah. eighty. It was a lot. So, wide. but that that covers like a broad spectrum of stuff too. That's like anime, comics, like a nostalgic, pulp fiction, kind of like a yeah. bunch of different categories. So then I went through and started narrowing them down, picking out which ones I thought I would be interested in, or our audience would be. Um, and so I had a pretty good list going, but I left that at home. So, <laughs> um, I'll just go over a few here though. There's uh, one we're missing today. It's in Colorado Springs is a galaxy fest. Um, I, it's not about galaxy quest. Cause I'll go right now. It's, it's not specifically, but I think that's where they got that name from. Because that's awesome. <laughs> it is, it's, they call it a multi-genre pop culture and comic convention, but it kind of encompasses pretty much everything we talk about yeah. is what it seemed like. And so they, had, they have some pictures online and stuff, but. No, the, in their description, it sounds like this is a, a. They're not the only ones that do a Galaxy Fest. Like it's starting to become a more common thing. Just like a Comic Con, a Galaxy Fest would just be yeah. a, a more broad spectrum of that. Um, so that's going on today, right now, February first through third in Colorado Springs. So get out there, guys, if you're there. If anybody's nearby. Um, so for next weekend, I saw uh, this one was kind of interesting for anime fans. They have, or yeah, I guess anime and Japanese culture fans. It's a Kanpei, I think, Kanpei Con. I'm offended that you didn't pronounce that perfectly. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. It's, it's K-A-N-P-A-I, exclamation mark, Con. Uh, which I actually Googled that because I was like, that's got to be something. Maybe it's like a certain anime series or something. It means cheers in Japanese. Kanpei. Like it. So it's Cheers Con. Okay, Cheers Con. Yeah, so that's in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, that's uh, February 8th through 9th. That's just a Japanese culture and appreciation uh, convention. Uh, it's all about anime, manga, Japanese video games, and stuff like that. One thing, uh, I was looking on their website, and they have a ton of cosplayers there. Yeah. So I was like, That's Cosplayers are it. so fun. Yeah. One of these days, because I'm starting to slowly go to conventions more and more, I gotta go to cosplay. Or, you know, I, was, I think one of the BlizzCons, I don't know. You guys gotta go with me, though. We gotta, like, make it a trio, so. Heck yes. Think of something that we can do. Maybe the full Ninja Turtles. You already know I won't cosplay if you were fully covered in cosplay where they couldn't see your face would you still not no, do it no I still wouldn't do it but you saw at BlizzCon how good they are and how they all hang yeah. out at the fountain that'd be Squeaks of cosplay to... I know oh, Squeaks will I mean Squeaks will show up to a recording with no video <laughs> in cosplay <laughs> but uh alright Daniel this is a challenge I'm gonna figure out a good cosplay for you I'm thinking like Hanzo or something like that would be cool nah no i get you a bow now something <laughs> that's grouchy and always upset. That would be perfect. Eeyore. It could be Eeyore. That's why everybody tells me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Daniel's the human Eeyore. He is. <laughs> Does that make me poo? I do like honey. <laughs> I'm no tigger though. I don't know. 
Oh, I wish I was Tigger. Tigger's the cool one. I'll be Piglet. (laughs) (laughs) And what's funny is, yeah, Piglet's probably more like what we all are. Piglet's like, I don't know. All right, sorry, Um, continue. So we also got uh, Pulp Adventure Con in Fort Lauderdale, Florida on the 9th. This was pretty interesting because I was looking at a lot of different conventions, and this one was more a vintage classic comic book convention. Very old school, a lot of... Classic movie memorabilia and a lot of collectibles and stuff like that. So it kind of reminded me of more like swap meets that you know I've gone to in the past. They have old car parts and stuff like that, but this is just more you know comics and video game and and movie stuff. So and that's in Florida, you said? Yeah, in Flor in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Fort Lauderdale. That's another thing you just brought up. I wanted to make sure to shout out swap meets, guys. Mm. Keep an eye for swap meets. That is that un, untold hero of comic books in comic book collectibles yeah you just went to one and, yeah. and we could talk about that a little bit here afterwards yeah. Yeah, uh, they, they have more tools and parts and right stuff, but, but you still find some gems yeah there's collectors out there yeah. all collector or all comic book collectors you know know about swap meets and go um so another one that was that i saw that was really interesting to me um which <laughs> i don't know why i would find it interesting but is uh gallifrey one is a convention down in in LA in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Uh, the fifteenth to the nineteenth, and it's just a Doctor Who convention. And I know. No surprise. Doctor Who. Doctor Who is huge. Yeah. Apparently. Um, oh yeah. But this is this is a big one they do every year. Um, and I can't remember. They said on there. I believe this is the thirteenth year they've done it. I believe is what their website said. Um, but when I was looking through this on my my detailed notes, I was trying to add whatever uh, conventions had. A, Good, good guests, good you know, stars that are going to be there speaking or right. representing. Um, this one had way too many to list. It was there's probably about fifty guests they have going to this. This is the Doctor Who one. Yeah, really it has yeah. that many guests. Oh, it was it was a ton. I mean, I just scrolled through the list. And I was like, okay, that's and it has you know pictures and a description of the person and what okay. they their their. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the for. Star Trek ones that we go to where they really focus on the guests. Yeah, maybe that's that what must it be. Is. It's yeah, probably a lot of speakers just going up. And Would you ever consider watching the Doctor Who series? I mean, it's like from the fifties on. I mean, it's yeah. I don't know anything about. All I know is it's something about a phone booth time traveling, right? Yeah, that's I was sad. The most thing I know about Doctor Who is from Community's knockoff version of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no. I mean, I'd give it a shot. It's one of those things where it's like I think I, there's got to be fans of Star Trek and Doctor Who and Star Wars. You know, like yeah, they have to cross a little bit but i think your brain can only fit so much yeah and star trek takes a lot <laughs> yeah. to know as much as we know about star trek and then game of thrones and stuff like that so yeah. to add doctor who would be like over overload the fact that there's such a big fan base behind it i think if i could find it reasonably i'd probably at least watch one season of it and see yeah. if it hooks me up it I probably like would Hulu or something but yeah oh, okay yeah yeah it's worth i think it's worth giving it a shot yeah um, but yeah, that's all I have in my notes for today of conventions. There's if you go to that website though, upcomingcons.com. I mean, I want to keep doing research and bringing. Yeah, I want. I, think it's I want idea. us to start going to some, but just so that our fans know that hey, there's there's a lot going out there, but there's there's tons. I I couldn't even list enough for this month, but there's there's a bunch out there in different categories. So upcomingcons.com, right? Yes. Okay, well I'll put that in the description. And Sorry. what's the best thing that I found when I was looking at them is is they don't just have the little blurb because they do have you know the name of the convention, location, and a little explanation of it. But when you open that up, you can go to the website. You have a link nice. to their website. Nice. So then you, they you know all these conventions had big you know detailed uh, pages with you can order uh, room tickets and yeah. See how much it costs for signatures from the guests and stuff like that. So. Nice thing about conventions is they're generally pretty cheap, unless you're going to like an E3 or a BlizzCon or something yeah. like that. Yeah, these are those like are 30, yeah, you know, twenty to fifty dollars something like that. Yeah, 
So they're usually not too bad. Most expensive parts of the stuff you're gonna buy inside. Actually, I want to say the uh, the pulp adventure pulp adventure con one that's all classic comics and stuff was five dollars. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times it's whatever the minimum wage is in the area. Yeah, it's um, in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for us, it's like fifteen dollars nowadays. <laughs> um. So yeah, check out those conventions. That's pretty good. Uh, we're definitely gonna be going to a lot of conventions, making sure to to do some recording live from the conventions. We have BlizzCon this year, WonderCon, we're going to WonderCon. Um, did you find anything good at that swap meet? Any good collectibles? No, it, there was um, there was some really old-looking X-Men uh, collectibles. I actually sent you a picture of yeah. that one spot that the guy had. actual model kits. Yeah. yeah, and this guy had a, he had a lot of different, he had really old board games. It was kind of cool. Oh, I like those. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he had some uh, small selection of uh, comic books and just action figures and stuff like that. But yeah. I didn't end up picking any up. I, I couldn't. I'm not good at knowing what actually holds any kind of value or what's yeah. worth getting. You know, I mean, and I, my backpack was already pretty full from uh, tools and parts and stuff like that. But um, but I do want to. I do want to keep going and find cool collectibles like that. Fill shelves like you have here. Yeah. Well, uh, one thing that's and I actually kind of want to do it too. Um, a really cool collectible thing that people are doing now mm-hmm. with old board games mm-hmm. is they take the actual board out and they frame it and put it on a wall. Yeah. It looks so cool too. Like old school Monopoly and stuff yeah. like that on the walls. It looks really good. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah check it out. You never know what people are going to do. I know, but I mean, when you see it, you're like, man, that makes sense. This is like art that everybody recognizes. This is yeah. a Monopoly board. I was thinking if you use a nice nice frame with a, with a uh, you know, deep, deep frame, and you put a chessboard in there, and then on the bottom of the frame, you have all like nice metal or classic chess pieces in the bottom of the frame. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. Yeah, I like it. All right, so I think that's about it. I mean, I know we didn't talk much about Super Bowl, and because we record on a Saturday, Super Bowl's tomorrow, and this is posted on a Monday, so we don't really. The team with blue did really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really liked the game commercial. That's one thing too is all the ads that are coming out Super Bowl. We know there's going to be a Captain Marvel ad. There's going to be a new Avengers ad. Yeah. So what we'll do is um, we'll post those on our website. I'll yeah. post all those on our website. And for our audience, if you guys are listening and you watch the Super Bowl, look at the ads and tell us what you think is the best. We could talk yeah. about that next oh, week. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of hot ads coming up. Probably a new Shazam ad, which is like, yeah. meh. Anybody yeah. care about Shazam right now? Uh, I'm just totally not, not interested. interested. Remember the other, uh, what was it, two years ago, that ad? For Dodge came out and it was like the farmers, like a yeah, long yeah, yeah. ad. I was like, that's an amazing ad. It's so funny you mentioned that. So Stephen Colbert, I watch him every night, but he, uh, well, I actually watch him in the morning on YouTube. But anyways, um, he did a fake Super Bowl ad that was like, all right, we're going to plug at everybody's heartstrings. And it was just always like, it was super sad and funny. It was like, and I'm a military guy and I'm a kid who died already and, I'm, and stuff like that. And like, we're dead too already. It's, it was hilarious, but it was really worth the watch. He's got it on YouTube. Um, but yeah, that was a good, that was a good ad. Um, all right, guys. So we'll see you guys next week. Y'all take it easy and, uh, yeah. Bye. Bye. See you.